So welcome back to The Innovator, The Imitator, and The Idiot. I am Kyle Wong with Moxie Colorado. And joining me today, uh, this is actually going to be our first guest on the podcast. Uh, as you may notice, we don't have Corey Martin, but we do have an amazing guest, uh, kind of the king of the luxury market in Breckenridge, if you ask me, um, the director of Nest Seekers Colorado, uh, Bo Palazzola. Good morning, buddy. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. I didn't Thank realize so I was the first official guest. That's pretty special. Oh, it's super special, man. I'm super excited to have you on. I think you've got great insight. And uh, yeah, if you guys don't know, Bo is the director of um, Nest Seekers Mountain Division, uh, actually a good personal friend of mine, and also the co-founder of the Day Palazzola Group. So um, thanks for being on, man. I appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, let's dive right in. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So first and foremost, um, I just kind of wanted to go into your background um, because as we go into this uh, this changing market in real estate, um, talking about luxury and the luxury market, um, I just want to get a little per- bit of perspective. And so how did you first and foremost get into real estate and then break into the luxury market? Yeah, buddy. So, you know, honestly, I've been fortunate enough to explain my story um, a few times now. And, you know, hopefully every time I say it, it uh, at least helps one person, right? But, um, you know, it's definitely blazing my own path. I moved out to Colorado in 2012, didn't know a soul out here. Um, you know my background pretty well, um, but kind of a quick 30,000 foot overview. Um, literally did not have any connection to real estate, zero mentor in real estate, no no background in real estate or anything like that. Wow. Um, and, um Knew that I wanted to get out of Florida. I uh, grew up in a small little beach town and the Gulf Coast, and it's a little destination vacation tourist market, uh, just like Breckenridge is. And um, But I didn't come to Breck at first. I actually got into the University of Colorado for one semester, uh, moved to the Boulder area, and went for one semester and actually dropped out. And in that time period, I found Breckenridge, and I say the rest is history because it really is. But um, really just knowing that I was a people person, knowing that I was valuing relationships over anything my whole life, um, but being able to find a common ground and find a common connection with someone is very powerful. And it's what I'm good at very naturally. It just happens. And I think you either have it or you don't in this business, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I've uh, I've seen people come and go that realize that they don't have it and they leave. And I've seen people stay because um, they won't accept it, you know? Um, that they don't have it. Uh, but, um, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, it is what it is. But for me, I knew right away uh, that real estate was my passion and my purpose. So I tell people, you know, something that my dad told me was <clears throat> figure out what you're good at first and then find out a way to make money doing it. Right. So, yeah. you know, a lot of people are just going through life, working a nine to five, hating their job. That's no purpose. That's no passion. So, you know, I moved out here and got into property management first and um knew that sales was my thing and i had uh honestly i had a um meeting with what would be kind of my only true sit down with like a one-on-one kind of figure an older figure you could call it not really a mentor because i didn't know him and never really saw him again after that um because everything i've done i've truly done on my own i've blazed my own path 100 percent. and this guy told me he said bo there's two ways to do real estate either go be someone's assistant and do whatever they say or dive head first in and don't look back. And I took that advice literally and dove head first in and uh, door knocked on a thousand doors. My first week in the business got my first listing actually two weeks in the business and wow. um, sold 17 homes my first year. Um, 
in real estate, did over 20 million in sales my first year in the business and the rest is history or literally. So now I've done over 350 million in career sales in five years. Wow. So you really, yeah, you took that literally and you just went straight in. Like you were grinding it out your first year. Cause you know how so many people say like, don't expect much your first year. Like it's only, you're only going to make more money from here. Like you really did that your first year. Well, it's interesting. Cause I've had so many agents and top agents now um, come to me and say, you know, wow, you really are a freak. Cause you know, it, it took them 12 months or, you know, six months to do a deal. Yeah. Um, and honestly I did my first one and less than 14 days. Um, so, you know, it's powerful. And I tell my agents that all the time, but you know, at the end of the day, I can't be them. I'm me. Right. So, you know, I show sure. up every day and I can't want it for them as much as I want it for myself. And I can't want it for them. And I can't, and I can't make them want it for themselves, you know, in, in hindsight. So, you know, it's been an interesting process. I've built it all up and, you know, definitely started as a single agent at Remax. I was a nobody literally, uh, didn't know a soul in Breckenridge. And um, just worked my way up, you know, it's a very small sandbox and kind of going back, you know, how I learned in a tourist, you know, grew up, sorry, in a tourist town in Florida, um, you know, moving to a tourist town in Colorado, um, I was able to relate to that, where I think most people can't. Um, so, you know, understanding wealth, understanding travel, understanding how, you know, circuits of wealth move in different locations of the world. Um, and being able to connect those dots, connecting the beach to the mountains, right? So, you know, I, I'm able to find a common ground because I am well-seasoned, um, but I'm able to just do it very naturally um, and not come off um, real salesy, come off um, pitchy. Um, right. I, I like to I like to really um, befriend my clients and it shows um, and I do it very quickly. <clears throat> yeah. And you said it right earlier. I mean, it's 100% relationship building before any business can be done because people don't do business with people they don't have relationships with, right? And we know that from bigger companies. We know that from everybody else's marketing. Like you want to build that rapport and that trust. And that seems to be something like you said earlier, you just are gifted with, gifted with. And you can either refine it or you can hamper that natural gift. And it's clear that you knocking doors, you making calls, like you doing all the things that uh, aren't so glamorous on Instagram um that's just what that's just what business is about though it's doing the ugly things and then having that top one percent kind of peek through the surface and people saying oh you got lucky it's like yeah that wasn't that wasn't luck man that was a lot of work <laughs> yeah and i'm actually really glad you said that because the the back end stuff is what people don't see right they see the social media they see the jets they see you know everything but they don't see when i was working my first 24 months in the business i literally was working 100 hours a week right and I feel like I'm back into that now to where I am working, you know, 60, 70 hour work weeks again, um, you know, seven days a week. And that's how it should be. Um, you know, uh, if you really are what you put into this business, you know, I've been taught that there's no ceiling. So you make as much money as you want, but there's no floor. Right. And literally there's no fucking floor, which means if you don't sell, you don't make money. So, right. And, and I've seen that and, you know, I've had a lot of agents come and go and I've had a lot of agents stick around, um, that haven't done a deal. Um, you know, so it's, you know, and at the end of the day, um, you know, it's, I have to stay focused on my personal business as well as my team business, because I am here for my agents too now, which I've got 16 agents now. So it's, yeah, it's, wow. uh, it's been, it's been quite the journey. Yeah. And business is tough because, uh, like you said, there's no ceiling, right? It's, Oh, great. It's all this potential. It's a hundred thousand dollars and it's, uh, you know, jets and cars and all these things, but there's no floor. So everybody says it's feast or famine, but we don't, 
they don't realize how true that really is, right? We don't have employee benefits. We don't have paid time off. We don't have somebody talking over our shoulder saying we need to be at the office doing this and doing that. But at the same time, you know, if we're not the ones putting in the work and doing the doing the hard stuff, uh, we're not getting paid and we're not eating. So it could be really no. rough. <clears throat> no, and especially in this luxury market, I know this is the topic of discussion. Um, you know, I've been told by the top 1% agents in the nation, which I'm one of those now, um, being able to network with agents doing five, 600 million a year in sales, um, even a billion a year in sales. And, you know, they told me, you know, Bo, once you take a big listing, you can't go back. Right. I mean, if you, <clears throat> if you think about that, I mean, once you go into that luxury realm, you literally can't go back. And, and that's what I've done right. now to where, you know, I truly list property, you know, typically 2 million up $2 million and higher. Uh, it's kind of my threshold. Um, where I like to be, um, and then really five million and up, and then ten million and up. So I kind of have those benchmarks too here in Summit County and Breckenridge. Um, but know that, like you know, a fifteen million dollar listing can take two years to sell, right? So sure. you know, you might you're going to make a six figure check, but you might spend fifty, sixty, seventy five thousand on marketing. Um, so you really have to understand how to keep a, a, a listing of that caliber top of mind. Um, and that's that's super important because you know these vacation destination markets these high-end properties don't get stigmatized. They take time to sell. Um, I tell my clients, we're not a primary market. We are a destination vacation market. And that means that this house can take 15, 24 months to sell and we'll still get a full price offer, which is which is awesome, but it's unheard of in most markets. But that's just how it is. Right. Um, you know, it takes one person to come in from Texas that's never been here skiing one weekend, that's never seen the property, and buy it in cash. So it's just my job to keep these big properties top of mind, keeping them irrelevant, changing the marketing, updating them constantly, and that takes a team and that takes capital, right? Um, and it takes money to make money. And that's why I know that I've separated myself. It's all about the little things. But one of the big things is I do all the little things and it adds up. And I, and I do take these big listings and I roll out the red carpet and I'm not scared to spend the money and the clients know it. And I spend the money up front. I don't spend the money after it sells. That's the, that's important. Yeah. And so while we're on that, um, you know, you being kind of the king of the luxury market in, in your area, what does that look like when it comes to, you know, your typical primary residences, right? Where somebody goes, they want to relocate their family versus Breckenridge, Vail, Aspen, all the areas that you're very familiar with, you know, who's buying those homes and what's the difference between your market and what the typical market would be? Well, my, my market's all vacation properties. So all my clients are second, third homeowners, right? So they're vacation and they're parking cash. I mean, that's typically two things. I mean, look at the real estate market. We're looking way better than the stock market, right? I mean, look overall, especially in uh, take Breckenridge, Vale, and Aspen and just look over the last 24 months. I mean, we've crushed the stock market numbers. <clears throat> so, you know, it's still a great place to park cash as my clients swear by. But, you know, this is a feeder market. So, you know, my clients are coming from Texas, from Florida, from, you know, Denver, the front range, um, Chicago, New York, and LA. Um, and then internationally. So, you know, I have an office in New York, my corporate office is in New York and London. Um, and then we've got offices all over the world. Now we've got 30 locations with 1500 agents across the world. Awesome. Yeah. And so what does that look like now? Because you had mentioned earlier, you're putting in the work as the agent, right? Now you are, you're kind of the boss. You are the director of the mountain operations for nest seekers and of Colorado. Uh, so how has that transition been going from kind of the guy, the point man, like that is in the trenches doing the work to the guy that's saying, Hey, I've got a team now, right? I can send out other people to do this. 
Well, see, that's the thing is I'm still me, right? And I'm still building my business and I'm still growing and expanding and working on my personal volume and goals, right? So, you know, I've got a $200 million goal this year. So I've got to get to work personally, which means, you know, I'm taking the initiative a lot. Um, we're growing naturally because of what I'm doing. People are attracted to it um, through the social media platforms and just through who Nest Seekers is and who I am. Um, but overall, you know, I'm not deploying my agents. I'm still working my own clients, my own database. I'm giving them an amazing platform, Nest Seekers platform, um, and the platform to grow and really truly go where your clients go. Um, and that's what's attracting most of them. You know, I mean, you know, I'm definitely, mm -hmm. you know, I built it and now they're here and we have the best brokerage in Summit County and Breckenridge and soon to be the state of Colorado. Um, and that's awesome. But, you know, at the end of the day, I have take a step back as being a team leader just to be a single agent again. Um, sure. So, you know, at the end of the day, my head's down in grind mode, just like you are. Yeah, you absolutely got to remember where you came from and what got you to where you are because, uh, you know, some people kind of get their head in the clouds, right? They see their their first, you know, six-figure check or they see their first deal and they're just like, oh, great, I don't have to do this anymore. It's like, no, you still got to knock doors. You still got to make calls. You still got to do deals, you know, no matter where you're at. So very good. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I guess if you had if you had one final thing to say to everybody listening, what would that be? So, you know, honestly... For new agents, I would say the main thing is, you know, again, you are what you put into this business, right? So you have to not just say it, but you have to want it, but then you have to do it. Um, high net worth clients of the 1% wealth of the world. It's a, it's a process that I've learned. I've mastered. It's three things, the three-step process, and it's no like trust. They have to get to know you for they ever like you, and they have to get to like you for they ever trust you. And if they trust you, it's game on. Um, it's being very efficient, right? It's not talking about money. It's not talking about real estate. It's finding a common connection and just getting the deal done. That's all they care about. Yeah. That's um, good. so, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, it's definitely, um, what I've done and how I've separated myself, uh, is, is, is really just showing up and having that day one mentality. Um, that's super important. So I'd like everyone to know that and just learning that, you know, this business, if you really want to be successful, you have to live it, you have to breathe it, you have to eat it every single day. I mean, I literally put myself, I mean, honestly, I mean, I mean, to be real with you guys, I mean, I put the business real estate, I put myself in the back on every situation, I put real estate and clients before myself over everything, I mean, even over my own health, and I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I am a freak in what I've done. And I think that's because I really do go above and beyond in every situation for my clients. Yeah. Well, I love it, man. I love it. Um, <laughs> it's great to see what you've done. It's great to hear, you know, where you've been and kind of your, your perspective on things. Cause like you said earlier, people, people see the glitz and the glamor. They see us at uh, these nice places with the cars on the jets. And it's like, man, Oh, I wish I could do that. All right, man, put in the work. You can do that too. <laughs> of course, anybody can do it. And just follow the social media, Instagram at Breck Realty. And, um, you know, look us up at nestseekersco.com and uh, stop by the Breckenridge office on Main Street when you guys are around. Yeah, that's my favorite spot is you guys are right off Main Street. You can't miss it even if you wanted to. We've got the brightest tree in Breckenridge, over 11,000 lights. <laughs> Love it. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much. This has been Bo Palazzola and I am Kyle Wong. Um, thank you so much for joining us. You guys have a wonderful day. Thanks, Peace. Kyle. All right, guys.